you want. Baby, we got it. Welcome to the next episode of The Bitch Report. Hi. I'm your brister from another mister here to assist you. Brandon Paramore. <laughs> How you motherfucking doing? Yes. Welcome back, baby. And I'm joined by my lovely co-host. Yes. The mm, slightly congested Aries with the arguably buttery voice today. Kay. Who, boy. Not arguably look, buttery. Look, the dolls at home know that we have been getting knocked the fuck down by whatever has been going around. Um, I'm mostly back, but like I still got that occasional hack cough happening. That that hack up a lung over off to the side there. Yeah, and like y'all have heard us, you know, or at least heard me coughing in the background every now and again because my sinuses clearly have a vendetta against me being great. Um, but <laughs> this was a lot worse. Like I was, I it, my voice was giving Batman at times. I'm Batman. Just, I'm Batman, just trying to talk like this. And so I didn't really want to talk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, there's still a little bit of rasp back there, but, you know, I'm on the mend, I'm doing better. Um, That kind of steers us to our, our, our question of the day, darling. I was... <laughs> Woo, Chile, Argentina. Uh, so things have been thinging at the place of employ, and honestly, frankly, and truly, I am over her. I am so tired. I am so well done and cooked and. Put a fork in me, baby. Honestly, like, just, just, just load up a cannon full of forks and shoot them at me because, bitch, the way I am over all of this, because, so, I won't, I, I, I'm not going to go too far into detail, but long story short, uh, there was a lot of miscommunication and lack of communication at my place of employ that led me to do something that I wasn't supposed to be able to do, um, the way that I requested off a half-day um, for a Thursday, um, I wasn't supposed to be able to do, but it got put through anyway, because I, I don't know. <laughs> uh, and then my half day went from being approved to effectively being like approved in word, but denied indeed, because I ended up having like a shit ton of work to do, even though I was supposed to have a half day. And so I ended up getting off at the, like only like an hour or so before the normal time of me being done. And I had plans that night, which we will actually go into uh, a bit later on, but just the lack of communication, the lack of clear communication at that, and the somewhat self-centeredness of the powers that be as far as uh, planning or lack thereof goes is making me about ready to jump ship. And... Honestly, I'm not the only one. So things might be thinging, but if I if and when I do jump ship, that means that I can focus on my classes a lot more and get through them quicker and find a job that pays me more that I don't have to deal with, you know, petulant people. The bullshit of the bullshit. Yeah, like the only reason I'm even tolerating any degree of this bullshit is because it gives me some degree of a paycheck. 
Um, in addition, said powers that be decided to try to catch an attitude with me because I was trying to let them know that, uh, the building that I was pulling up to that I shouldn't have even been working at in the first place, uh, they had an ambulance and a fire truck and the water company or whatever doing a hydrant flush across the street. And I'm going, can I even get to where I'm supposed to be going? So me being me and wanting to make sure I communicate with people, I called him and tried to let him know that. And he decided to get spicy with me about me going, I'm not sure what's going to happen. I'm like, dude, it ain't that serious. I'm just letting you know. I'm still going to try. It's not like I'm not going to try, but like, you're supposed to be the manager. Have some decorum. Oh. But yeah, that's you know. that's that's the shit I've been dealing with, and I cannot wait to be done, um, and to find a job that actually values me and my skills and my dedication and my work ethic, because as you know, I am stubborn as my zodiac sign would indicate. Yes. Like, yes. there's there's a Latin phrase that I want to I still want to get tattooed across my collarbones. I'm not gonna try to butcher the pronunciation on Beyonce's internet. Suffice it to say that the phrase translates out to, I shall either find a way or make one. And that's something that I have applied basically my entire adult life to the majority of the things that I do. I will either figure out a way to do it or bang my head against it until it breaks. And I figure it out that way. And I will still do it with a smile and do it if I need to be as, you know, fantastic to customers as necessary so like the fact that i'm not valued where i am is it, it it's it's a chop it's, it, it's a no from me <laughs> it's a no <laughs> but anyway that it's a chop though yeah. <laughs> but anyway enough about me and my job woes how you <laughs> uh, <laughs> when i say she's doing good she's doing good um the boy and I had our anniversary slash collarversary last week, and we stage. We went up to uh, Miss Sagatuck, honey, and she's you know, mind you, she's a cute town in the summertime, but she was real cute with this here winter storm that we had last week. And baby, it looked like a Christmas card the whole way through and through. Snow on the ground, lovely evergreens. It was nice. Come like, on, evergreens. Was, uh, very right it was a very big like trauma healing moment for me and being like on a vacation without trauma and issues and just an abundance of love and care and i've also determined that this is something i need to put in like my itinerary at all times we uh i did it when i went on my trip down to georgia with my bestie we like got up went got coffee walked around you know did a bunch of like little sightseeing and then midday, went back to the hotel, rest, recuperated, took a little nap, then got back together, you know, redressed, whole nines, and then went back out for the evening. And then John and I did the same thing. We were out, we were shopping, had a good time, went back to the hotel, uh, had stopped and got some snacks, went back, got high, took a nap, had some fun, and then got back up and went out for dinner. And I feel like that needs to be like my standard, you know, vacation itinerary. Have fun in the morning, come back for a midday nap, re recoup, and then go back out. Like, that's the only way I can travel now. Like, it has become so accustomed to me. Mind you, it's only been the last two trips, but 
that little pick me up in the middle of the day, bitch, is nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Work has been pretty okay. Like I, because I came back from vacation, like you know, fully rested. The week did not get to me in any way, shape, or form. Like it, it's been, it's been good, girl. Like you know how I love to say, you are the architect of your own life. Me finally deciding to pick up that fucking pencil and you know write this shit myself versus just letting life live me and. I, I couldn't have. All right, work. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, uh, I think that's us then. Shall we give the dolls at home a break and uh, come back with a special end of year bitch report? I agree. I think that would be fabulous. All right, then, in that case, y'all know what to do. Grab a snack, grab a drink. Do what you need to do, and we will be back. And welcome back, guys and dwalls and non-binary pals all. (laughs) 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 Um... Wow, I, I took myself out. Anyway, uh, welcome back, y'all. Um, and as those of you who have been listening for a while already know, it is time for The Bitch Report. And this episode's report is, well, on 2022 in general. And, you know, just kind of put a neat little bow on everything. Um, Add up some loose ends, honey. Exactly. I, you know, we didn't decide who was going to go first on the, while we were on our little break. You know, I, I would say you, darling, you brought us back and I was so loud and flamboyant in the intro. So you, mm-hmm. <laughs> you can have the spotlight, darling. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. All right. So, um, for those who haven't really been following or anything, um, I have been trying to do multiple things this year. Uh, let's see. At the top of the year, I quit my shitty furniture repair job. Too much fanfare. Like, I started my, uh, resignation email with, y'all can come get this car. (laughs) Um, because they tried it, and they tried me. And I wasn't, I, I, no. I, I had, I'd had enough. And... So I had quit that job and attempted to try to start getting voiceover work full time. The downside, I made exactly zero United States dollars and zero cents uh, from that attempt at voiceover. However, I while I didn't make anything monetarily, I did learn a hell of a lot. Learned that there's a lot more to uh, being your own voice talent than just saying nice stuff into a microphone. It's a lot more than, you know, recording mock-ups of commercials and throwing them on Instagram or what have you. But that is, was, and can continue to be an aspect of it. Um, Learn that, oh my God, there's so much tax stuff and I wanted to pull my hair out. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there's a lot more to it than I thought. And it can be really daunting. That's part of why I ended up uh, getting back into the regular job market to find something more regular while I continue to, you know, learn. Um, And so I'm kind of at a point where when January comes back around, I may be giving it another go. 
love it. But we shall see. Uh, let's see. Um, I also have been making a bit more of an effort to sharpen my Spanish. Um, I have been using an app called Pimsler uh, for the past. Co- Actually, honestly, over the course of the majority of the pandemic, uh, trying to gain a better mastery of the language. I did know a little bit of it beforehand. So the first couple lessons were like a review. Um, but uh, uh, mi español no es perfecto, pero es suficiente para mi trabajo. <laughs> I you. <laughs> so for those who don't know what I said, I said my Spanish is not perfect, but it's enough for my job. I, um, you know, it's honestly the best part about all of this is like seeing people's faces light up when I try to ask them a couple questions in English and there's that beat of, oh no, I don't know what they're saying. Um, and then I flip over to Spanish and ask the same squ- ask the same question in Spanish, and there's like a simultaneous excitement and relief that happens almost every time. And I wish I could just like bottle that moment because oh my god. <laughs> yeah, I, I've experienced that a few times, especially like with like going out to restaurants and stuff, and they know they get English speaking customers, but you know majority of their customers are Spanish speaking. And being able to whip a little Spanish out and place that order, like, and they just, like, it just that smooth transition of them asking their normal questions because they feel comfortable enough doing so. I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, not everything uh, throughout 2022 was good. Well, I mean, there was some good that came out of it, but there was ob- obviously some negativity. I ended up having to set a firm no-contact boundary with a relative of mine. Um, and did I, excuse me, uh, did I, I forget, did I, uh, go through the story of why I don't talk to my younger brother, uh, on wax? You went through it with me offline, but you have not ever gone into the story and told the dolls. Oh. Stop. For a while, you weren't sure if you wanted to hear that. Well... I guess I'd kind of want to because this is, you know, the kind of boundary that I, or this is, this kind of clarifies why I needed to set that no contact boundary. And I'm not going to go super far into detail because we're going to, we could be here for an hour because you, you heard the full detail story. Um, but hyper condensed version is, um, a friend of mine who was honestly instrumental in me and my gender journey, uh, passed away in late spring um, around their death, I was obviously really distraught. And at the same time, my mom, uh, brother and I were originally supposed to be going to visit my paternal grandma up in a different state. And basically there was some back and forth happening. I, there was no actual planning made for that trip. And it got to a point where my younger brother started insulting me for, um, you know, saying that I didn't want to do the trip with dealing with the two of them at the fragile emotional state that I was in. And it went from that to him just directly insulting me to him outright insinuating that I made up my friend's death to get out of going on a trip to another state with the two of them. And we can pull over here over here real quick. One, I will never do that. Like, I'll give an actual reason. I have no pro- 
bitch, I am almost 32 years old. I have no problem saying I, I just don't have the energy to. I don't want to. I don't feel like going to do a thing. I don't, you know, I have no problem just flat out saying no to people if I don't want to do a thing. Right. So to insinuate that I made up one, to insinuate that I made up a friend, a, a, any friend's death, but two, to insinuate that I made up that specific friend's death was a lot. And I ended up blocking his number initially for about a month. Um, tried to have a conversation with him after the fact to clarify everything. And he instead spent the time a insulting me directly and B bringing my, uh, sexuality into the equation as if it had anything to do with this conversation whatsoever. And then ended with him claiming that he doesn't like to try to hurt people. I let loose an unintentional cackle when he did because a bitch, (laughs) (laughs) you don't try to hurt people, but you, but you, you know, were intentionally a dickhead while I was grieving. So I cackled. He said, Oh, you think that's funny? Well, here's something real funny. And then he hung up on me. Uh, that was in July and I have not spoken to him since and I'm fine with just continuing that thread until that thread runs out because I, I do not give a single fuck if we are related. I do not deal with people that delight in cruelty like that. I, I simply don't boundary to have. And like, if, if he and I were to encounter each other. Cause like our youngest sister's birthday is coming up at the end of March. If we encounter each other at that, you know, birthday get together, I'm not going to pick a fight. I'm not going to be spicy or anything. I'm just, un- unless there is some kind of emergency, I am simply pretending he's not there. I don't have to engage with him. If I don't want to not nan person there pays enough, any one of my bills enough to try to tell me what to do. And I don't want to talk to him. So I simply won't. Like T.S. Madison said, you ain't a bitch I know and you ain't a bill I owe. (laughs) Period. (laughs) Period. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But on to the positive, or back to the positive, um, Thursday night, you know, Segwaying back from the bullshit at work and my my alleged time off that vanished, um, I also went to a concert. There's a, a group called the Hallucina Nation, like split the word hallucination up, um, that they mix uh, indigenous drums and chants and prayers and such with modern uh, music production and blend it with a lot of electronic style music. So you know, drum and bass, dubstep, things of that nature, with the occasional dip into hip hop as well. Um okay. they I, were hot from the pictures you sent. Like I would firmly suck both of their dicks. Like I'm just gonna say that. I'm a hoe and I don't care. I'm an oral hoe, okay? We know I'm a top. I like to fuck ass. But bitch, when I see a hot sexy bear, I'd be like, my mouth start to water, okay? I'm like, I need like a little riblet in my mouth. Anyway. <laughs> I'm just saying that uh what is it that is uh I can't think of her real name Countess Vaughn like that picture of her when she get like she looks not like she doing that, that bitch that <laughs> not that picture that's, that's exactly how I was looking at them when you sent me that picture like hmm I'm gonna wanna snap stop <laughs> anyway. 
thirst aside. <laughs> a little parched. Mm-hmm. Anyway, thirst aside, the guys put on a fantastic show. Um, however, their headliner, I I'm sorry, not the headliner, the uh their opener was a and god i wish because one of them was from ecuador and the other i forget where he was from but if i remember correctly they were both south american of some flavor nice. um and it was a duo called uh caro arroba um and what it was that like they just both walked on stage the guy had a flute and the or the femme person mask person let me not like assume their gender but they just how they were presenting um, mask person walks up with a flute that looked similar to a recorder, but not quite the same. Um, and then the femme person walked over to the mixing, uh, panel and proceeded to start putting together something starting at a hundred beats per minute and just kept going and going and going for 45 minutes or so. And they would like fade in instruments and samples and stuff. And then it would sync up the right way with the beat. And it would be this really nice, solid trance with the, with that ethereal flute floating over it. And then the instrument would fade out and you would kind of get to a different point in your mentality with the music because it wasn't quite synced up. And then it would sync up again. It would be fantastic. And then sync out and then sync up. It was like a very nice, like kind of sine wave kind of thing. Um, I really, really wish that they had something on Spotify or something on YouTube or something because I absolutely would throw them a follow, throw them a listen, and so on and so forth. Because it was a, it was a, it was a good time. I was enjoying myself. I wasn't moving as much as I was expecting to with something like electronic like that. It was more of an internal experience than an external movement, if that makes sense. Yeah, like your your spirit and your soul was getting moved, but your body wasn't. Mm-hmm. I I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, and then, like I said, the hallucination got on and played just a really solid set. They had they have a performer that comes out that does. Uh, she was doing something with a uh, with a bandana with a gigantic feather in her hair, and I loved it. Um, went from that to disappearing and coming back, and and I'm not sure if this would be the right term for it. I called it an eagle shawl. Um. It was a shawl over her shoulders with some really long tassels, and as the way that she moved, it looked like, well, eagle wings. So that's what I kind of figured that it was called. I'm not sure if I'm right. Uh, feel free to shoot us an email and correct me if I'm wrong. I would much rather be accurate than offend somebody. Um, but that's just that's just my holding term for it now. But, like, came out and did some fantastic movement with the eagle shawl, then disappeared, came back during another part of the set in more quote-unquote street clothing and did breakdancing kind of like breakdancing but mixed with some of the movements from before with the more traditional uh, regalia nice um then disappeared and then came back with a series of hoops and did some hoop uh some hoop dancing and hoop movement and again another thing that i love seeing because i've seen like videos and tiktoks of that before and that looked amazing i've got pictures of it which i may just bless y'all with on our facebook page um yes please <laughs> but yeah it was a fantastic show they played a couple of the songs that i really liked i had never been to any kind of electronic show before so it was a new experience and one that i absolutely would like to repeat with another with more artists that i know in that genre like bitch if katronata had a concert in the vicinity <laughs> <laughs> 
I just, 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 just give me an address and a price and I will figure out a way to make it happen because bitch. <laughs> um, but yeah, had a f- fantastic time. Got a little bit of merch. Um, and yeah, I actually went with my roommate as well and he thoroughly enjoyed it too. We both kind of needed to feel the base of a good show pumping in our chest. And it was that, 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 that strong base bump was definitely therapeutic. Um, but yeah, had a great time. And then the last big thing that happened for me this year, I paid my core off. Yes, honey. Ew. <laughs> Ew. Mm. They can't see me, but I'm talking for you. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> that ass in a circle. Hey. <laughs> Drop it like a thotty. Drop it like a thotty. Anyway. Hey, church girl. I don't hear nobody. Yeah. Anyway. So, yeah, that was me. That was my 2022. That was all my major events, uh, at least the ones that I'm willing to put on wax. How about you, darling? How how was your 2022? Bro, she's, I guess if I had to sum her up into two words, maybe I would have to say worth it. Like, she's been a roller coaster. It's been up, downs, left, right, sides to sides. And I, I cannot put into words on this mic how grateful I am for this year. Like, there were moments of tears, like between, you know, I lost my unemployment at the beginning of this year. Like I was on unemployment from a previous job and it ran out in March. So while I was, you know, thinking things was about to continue on my way and I was, you know, kind of making plans of getting things right and starting businesses, that got, that rug got pulled from and that kind of sent me spiraling into this like really dark place financially and mentally and oh girl like you know I had to walk away from one of my my favorite therapists like the, my first therapist I had to end up walking from her I had to stop going to the chiropractor like it like when I say life was like the the record was like like just skipped and fucked me all the way up it it was a mess um had learned to lean on some friends and you know ask them for money when it was like really needed and try to forward and that was like kind of you know like those dark nights of the soul portion right like I'm very big on like spiritual awakening you know knowing when your spirit and when your soul is like kind of going through these things so that dark night of the soul my tower moment like everything just now like March, April, May. Like, I shit you not. Um, I also had, you know, some really good points, though. Like, you know, minus the bad, I had started doing Uber and shipped more and started realizing that I could make a certain amount of money. Was it enough for what I needed to do? No. But it did give me this sense of, like, getting things done for myself. I started walking and doing more exercise, started doing yoga again. Um the boy and I got super close this year. I watched a whole bunch of other relationships grow as well. As well as the relationship between me and my bestie. Like this year has been amazing. Like that was a quick rush overview, right? Kind of going into deeper points, like towards the end of the year, I started a new job. Like, and with starting that new job, I've brought like the full non-binary judge to the job. Like mother, father shows up to work. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, Mm -hmm. That whole, the wholeness of me 
shows up to work. Not just a part of me, not just like this innate being that, you know, doesn't have personality. It's like, I came through the door as mother, father. And when I leave that company, I'm door as mother, father. Like what you see is what you get face value. I've also determined through watching big mouth again, uh, I'm tired of code switching. I have made the decision that I'm tired of code switching. I don't want to do it no more. Like, am I good at it? Yes. I can walk into a room and let it be a bunch of, you know, um, non-melanated individuals. And baby, she can she can turn it on. Oh, how are you doing this afternoon? Oh, it's so nice to see you. Oh, how are the kids? I can do all that. But I'm tired. I'm exhausted. <laughs> I don't want to do it no more. I want to be the same bitch in the streets and the same bitch in corporate America. What you see is what you get. And if you don't like it, that's a you problem. That's not a me problem. So I think I'm uh, soon to uninstall my code switcher. I have had it with my code switcher. And that's a realization I came to this year. And I'm very thankful. I'm tired of code switching. I don't want to do it anymore. It, it grows old and that the expectation is present has made these white people comfortable. And I'm tired of making these motherfuckers comfortable. You don't understand AAVE. You don't understand whatever code I'm speaking in. That is a you problem, bitch. And it's okay for you that's out, left out of certain motherfucking conversations. Period. Mm. <clears throat> oh, what? Was that a nerve? <laughs> mm, that was just me with my running thing of colonizers aren't told no enough, and it shows in a lot of things that have been happening this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I'm to the point of, I'm, I'm about to say you know, as far as I'm no longer about to cater my speech, my speech, my attitude, the way I dress to make you comfortable. I go into work most days with my head wrapped up in elaborate styles. When I tell you that hair wrap be on, baby, that hair wrap be on. And I wear colorful shoes to the point all these, especially the white women. I don't know what it is about white women. Y'all love to say some shit that y'all ain't got no business saying. Oh, those are fun shoes. No shit, they're fun shoes, bitch. That's why I bought them. (laughs) (coughs) Not dumb motherfuckers. Yeah, like, it, I don't do backwards comments. Like, as soon as you say it, I'm going to be the first thing out of the gate. Oh, my God, thank you. I know it was a backwards compliment, bitch. But I'm going to show you that I don't give a fuck that you tried it. But, oh, I, I can't stand it. What else is on my list here? Um, I started life coach training. Like, can we talk about it? Like, I have been... I'm the one friend that a lot of people run to anyway for advice and listen because I hold space. I will always hold space because it was one of the many things I did not have as a child. Like I didn't have people that held space for me, you know? So I hold space for people. It's something I take pride in. It's something I do very well and I will probably do it until the day I die. But I have decided to take that skill and turn it into a business and turn it into something that I enjoy doing for, you know, keeping myself afloat right you know taking something that i find passionate and making it you know what i do to survive and then that way it doesn't necessarily feel like work kind of that proof in that old statement and sitting down and you know really investing in that doing the lessons going to the classes doing the mentorships and really trying to make sure like I can balance it all because you know life got a little busy which speaking of I feel like this is a great segment for us to drop this in here uh we here at the bitch report will be enjoying our holiday time as well as we encourage you all to do the same 
So this will be, let me repeat, this will be our final episode of two. We are going to take the final two weeks of the year off. I want y'all to do the same. And baby, we will be back and better than ever in 2023. Anyway, back to what I'm saying. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I found a new lease on life. As I mentioned in the intro, the boy and I have gone on vacation and that was an amazing trip and like thing of, you know, trauma healing and figuring things out and realizing that life is about living the experiences, right? Just not looking at it from the trauma lens, but actually diving in and taking the risk. Like just because something happened before and it was negative doesn't mean the same thing's gonna happen again. Taking a and trying to live life the best way we know how mm-hmm. uh, we started this podcast like <laughs> honestly <laughs> we both were like really like i know you were looking at the voice work like you would say it and i had you know finished a podcast and was really like i had this idea and was like i really want to find someone that like, i vibe well with and we can make this come to life and here we are here we are, girl. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. yeah, here we yeah. are. Here we be. Here we is. <laughs> yes, and I am excited to see what twenty twenty three holds for us here at the Vish Report, and mm-hmm. you know the dolls and the audiences, and yeah, like again, like I said, if I had to sum her up into words, worth it. If it's worth it, let me work. Yeah, but th- anyway, <laughs> it's your from independent get. <laughs> I'll just, so, like, can Icon. we talk about it since we wrap it up? Years, like, did you see Miss Doctor Missy Elliott? I was like, girl, do your doctor. Thing. Wait a minute. Yes, she got her doctorate. Work. Yes, I was like, do it, girl. Yeah, Honestly. that's that's my year. That's that's mm-hmm. that's. Like the ups, the downs, the goods, the bad, and baby, she was. Mm-hmm. All right. Um. Hmm. Do we want to then give the dolls another break and then come back for the final time? We get to ask, "Is it me for the year?" I like that. Go with dolls. Go get you some tea. Scratch your ass if you need to. <laughs> Smoke you a quick bowl, baby. <laughs> <laughs> and we go back, baby. Go back, and we will be right back for it. Is it me? Am I the drama? Mm-hmm. All right, y'all. <laughs> be right back. And welcome back, dolls. You already know what time it is. It is, for those who don't, it is the time to find out, is it me? Am I the drama? <laughs> I told you, the every you time I... The I. <laughs> the, every time I try to play with the waveform and see if I can make some kind of shape, this time it looked like a, uh, a tall neck from Horizon Zero Dawn sideways. <laughs> I can't. So, uh, (laughs) um, we got a fun one for you today. Uh, Let me get it pulled up. 
And as always, we found these from the socials. But if you, yes, you, the listener, would like to find out if you indeed are the drama, feel free to shoot us an email at thebitchreport at gmail.com. That is T-H-E-B-X-T-C-H-R-E-P-O-R-T at gmail.com. Anyway. <clears throat> so this is a shameless plug. Look, I want I want the dolls to be involved. We want to have conversations. We want to talk. We want to kiki. I agree. Let's have a kiki. Anyway. So, would I be the drama if I tell my wife we need to arrive uh, arrive half an hour before we actually do? Long story short, we are consistently late by about a half an hour to engagements. About 80, well, about 80% of the time. She's just getting ready, and I don't fault her for it because she cares about her appearance deeply, and I want to support her in that. I, however, am very punctual and hate arriving to things late. I've considered telling her every time we need to be somewhere that time is actually half an hour earlier, but a part of me wonders if that is a bit unethical. So, is it me? Would I be the drama? Short and sweet. You know, end the year on something uh, on something a little a little fine. I like a little short and sweet. And um, whoever the writer is, I'm going to say they are the drama. And here's here's at least my reasoning for it. Me and my partner, like, we are notoriously late for everything that we go to. Whether that's because I showed up late to his place before we left, because we were smoking before we left, because we really didn't feel like going but drug our asses anyway... You know, the, 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 the line items are endless. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So the fact that you know that she, y'all going to be late and she care about her appearance and this, that, and the third, accept your wife for who she is. It's not about just you. Yes, you may like being punctual, but be punctual when it's on your time and it's on your schedule. It's an event that you're going to by yourself. Be punctual, boo. When it's come to you and your wife, be okay with that leniency and be okay with not having to be yourself and be punctual and accept her for who she is and show up when you show up. If somebody got a problem with it, again, that's their problem. But that's just me. That's just me. You know what I'm saying? That's just that's just my take on it. And What's that is you? why and that is why I like doing this with you because I actually disagree. I <laughs> I am gonna say not the drama. I feel like this is something that would be you know, a harmless thing of not necessarily like I feel like it, it's all in how it's phrased. Um, But saying like, let's just say there's an event that starts at four. And the writer saying, yeah, I want to try to get there. Not not specifically not saying the actual start time, but saying, yeah, I want to try to get there by like three thirty. And then they end up actually arriving at four. Like. I don't know that, that that feels like something a little bit harmless because on one because it's it's saying like, hey, I see that you like paying attention and focusing on your appearance. I understand that. But having us start a little bit earlier than we think we need would allow both you to fulfill your needs for, you know, uh, fulfilling how you want to feel and me still also being able to fulfill being on time for certain things because. There might be events where, like, if it's, like, some kind of award ceremony or if there's, like, a process to get into the place and that might make you miss something, I could totally understand trying to get there, you know, earlier, especially if it's part of, like, a group event, uh, case in point. um, Oh, God, I don't even remember how many years ago this was. This had to be, like, four or so, four or four or so years ago. 
Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I got to be a part of the Chicago Pride Parade, or almost. That's the reason why we couldn't is another story altogether. Um, but suffice it to say... <laughs> Suffice it to say, the person running the section, which, again, going to be vague. I don't want to put anybody's names or anything out there to follow up, so we'll just call them DK. Um, DK was the one organizing uh, getting people to the float in time. And DK, knowing about gay standard time being a thing, specifically said that not that they were leaving, not that the float was leaving at this time, but that we need you to be there by I want to say by 10 o'clock is what DK put on like the invite and everything when the actual arrival time was supposed to be 11. I float right in moved to like 12, 1230. Right. And it was supposed to. But the thing is that DK said that and there were instead of like people were literally still rolling in at like 1105 when we were supposed to start. So but the thing is, is that because they specifically said an hour earlier, the overwhelming majority of the people got there like within 10 minutes of the start time. And it ended up making the whole thing go a lot more smoothly. So being on like see, seeing that situation in real life, honestly, that's that feels like a, a, a fib. Yes, but a harmless one and one that ends up in everybody, you know, being able to do what they what, you know, makes them happy, which is, you know, a being on time and b in the case of the person asking if they were the drama. Um, you know, being on time, but also getting to gag the girls at the event, gag the girls I, at the I, function. I, <laughs> I guess the reason I I call it the drama is because it seems a little bit manipulative. Like on occasion, like say, if, like you say, if it's a if it's used on occasion, like it's a particular event, like oh, it's an award ceremony. I can see saying like how you say it, let's arrive at this time. But from going off of what that writer said, am I the drama for telling her? The start time is earlier. So that's where that crosses to me into that line of manipulation. You hold being on time as such a high priority for yourself that you are going to bend the reality and tell your significant other that the start time is this. And then that way, if they're late, they're still on time to stroke your, you know, what you need out of the deal to be on time why do you need to be on time why is that punctuality so important to you that you have to manipulate the situation to still get that just be okay maybe, with being late maybe it's uh, time is already super... a fake concept <laughs> hang on though maybe it's just some super intense fomo happening some fear of missing out i mean i guess i mean <laughs> like i said on occasion if it's something big and important i can agree with you on that but if it's just Cause your Poindexter stick up your ass need to be on time for the sake of being on time. Like we were here at four o'clock. Mm. You're the drama. <laughs> yeah. So like somewhere, somewhere in the middle, if it's phrased a certain way, it's less dramatic. Cause it's saying let's arrive at not it's, it's establishing an arrival time, not lying about the start time. Exactly. And that's, that's, the, that's the, the point that you're sticking on. Yeah, that I can agree with. But the other one that you're lying about that start time, just because you have this fetish or this need to be on time, that's manipulative. Okay, okay, I can see that. I can definitely see that. Um, Yeah. Short, sweet, and a little bit fun, just to end out the year. So, um, I, I, 
I suppose we can uh, get our closing statements and, uh, you know, the shameless plugs and stuff. Brandon's Walling, would you like to start us off? I would, as always, kids, go out there and please, please, please be the change in the world you wish to see. Like, we know what we're dealing with right now. I know there is voter fatigue out there in the world. I understand that 2022, 2021, 2020, they, they, it's been a rough triad. You know what I'm saying? It's been a rough three years, honey. And I think we are indeed, as the dolls like to say, at that point of find out, of the fuck around and find out. I want y'all to go out here and take care of yourselves. I want you to go out here and do your spiritual work. If you need type of support or some life coaching through that, please reach out. I will charge you, but please reach out. <laughs> this is a business after all, and she don't work for free. Anyway, um, but know that support is out there, darling. You are heard. You are seen. You are valid. Go out there. Shake your non-binary titties. Do what you got to do. And understand just because they blood baby, they can also get the what? The chop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Those are my notes. <laughs> all right. Well, then in that case, uh, all I've got to say is, as always, if you've got any questions, comments, great ideas, if you want to find out if you indeed are or are not the drama, feel free to drop us a line at thebitchreport at gmail.com. That is, once again, T-H-E-B-X-T-C-H-R-E-P-O-R-T at gmail.com. Uh, you can also drop us a line on the socials. Just search us under the same way that the email is, pronu- is uh, spelled. Um, let me think. I don't really have any projects or anything coming up or anything to announce. Uh, however, as always, drink water, take your meds, and do better. Uh, this time, though, instead of ending on our usual theme, I think we'll give the dolls a little bit of, of a sample of the hallucination. So, I love uh, that. So, in that case, um, and I'll, of course, put all the proper credits in the show notes because we're, as before, we are just playing it because we want the dolls at home to be exposed to some new and fantastic music. Um, so, in that case... This song is called We Are the Halusa Nation. Enjoy. And don't forget, and... dolls. We will see y'all. Mm-hmm. Enjoy the music, and we'll see, y- see y'all on the next lap around the sun. We are the tribe that they cannot see. We live on an industrial reservation. We are the Halusa Nation. We have been called the Indians. We have been called Native American. We have been called hostile. We have been called pagan. We have been called militant. We have been called many names. We are the Halusa Nation. We are the human beings. The callers of names cannot see us, but we can see them. We are the Halusa Nation. Our DNA is of earth and sky. Our DNA is of past and future. We are the Halusa Nation. We are the evolution, the continuation. The Halusa Nation.
Halusa Nation. Halusa Nation.